Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I love my Irishness, and I think that the irony of it all is that I have spent almost 40 years out of the country. I feel as Irish as the day I left. I feel as proud as the day I left. And that will never change. I actually felt that being an Ulster Irishman was a different feeling to being a Southern Irishman. You know, I haven't sat round a table with Roy Keane, for instance, but I'm quite sure his view of Irishness would be different to my own. Uh, he, would, he would have had a different set of experiences to the one that I would have been used to in the North. John Delaney, he's on about the honesty and tech. I wouldn't take any notice of that man. People seem to forget what was going on in that World Cup, and that man's on about honesty. You cut corners, it's got to be all or nothing. It's going back to me in 2002. If you prepare for something and it's not right, then you're going to get bloody nowhere. That definitely comes from the top, from the FEI. I was one of the players, he didn't, he didn't have the courtesy to ring me. He got interviewed and all he said was, I don't know where he is, he's on the island. He's on the island somewhere, I think. We're all going to be celebrating on the pitch after beating San Marino then. That does worry me, I have to say. But that comes from the top, from the FAI. That'll do attitude has been going on far too long. That'll do, that'll do the Irish. Let's change that attitude towards Irish supporters as well. Listen, they want to see the team winning as well, let's not kid ourselves. I know we're a small country and, you listen, we're up against it. But let's not just go along for the sing song every now and again. It happened, it's happened to, it happened to me. It happened to me when I was 17, 18 years of age. When I played France for the Irish from the 16 or 17. The lads who got ahead of me that night were from Dublin. And the manager that night was from Dublin. I know Steve Sutton's not from Dublin, but a lot of the FBI are. I've been involved in Ireland since I was 15 years of age. And that man didn't have the decency even to make a phone call. Try my hotel room. Yeah, you can laugh. That was the World Cup. You can achieve anything you want. If you believe it. If you don't believe it, and that's coming, like I keep saying, from the FBI or the manager, staff, whatever, then you're going to get nowhere. And you can talk all day, like you're saying, you're saying to talk, the FBI talk, you can talk all you want. I've been talking the last hundred years. Well, it's all water under the bridge if uh, John Delaney's comments today is anything to, or anything to go by. We're joined by Emma Malone, football correspondent here at the Irish Times, and also by Shane Supple, who played under Roy Keane at Ipswich Town. Lads, thanks very much for coming in and chatting about all of this. Starting, Emmett, with John Delaney on Pat Kenny this morning. He said that he has met Keane a couple of times. He said the past was discussed for about 30 seconds, and now it's all on to the future. Yeah, yeah. He said that he was impressed by the Roy Keane that he met last week. And uh, we can only hope that Roy Keane was, was impressed by the, the John Delaney that he met. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Keane was delighted to hear that as well. That, yeah, you know, I He saw, impressed I, John Delaney. It's uh, very high on his list of priorities, I'd I, say. I, I can imagine that's the intention that he went there with. All right. Yeah, yeah. The first point to make really about the Delaney appearance on News Talk with Pat Kenny was 
I, it struck me as kind of strange that he came on without it being 100% signed and sealed. He said there's no problem, no impediment or anything like that, but the contracts have... And the, he's even named yeah. Saturday as a day for a press conference. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of strange that he was on before the contracts had the, been The signed. guys in News Talk seem to find it strange as well because they were, they were going a little bit harder with it before he came on. I mean, the, the sense up there seemed to be that Delaney was coming on to absolutely 100% say this is done. And then he didn't. I mean, virtually from the off, um, we, we have him saying that, uh, you know, he can't see any impediment to this being done. So it's, um, it's 99% uh, there, which we've sort of known for a few days. So it's essentially a confirmation that there's going to be a confirmation. Um, but, you know, look, I mean, it, it, it does seem to be that he's, he's very confident, as you say, He's, he said several times that uh, that uh, O'Neill will be unveiled on Saturday. So um, I think we're taking at this stage that uh, it's simply a matter of pe- people signing on the dotted line. Did we get any more of a sense through what John Delaney said of how the process worked, of how it actually came about that Martin O'Neill became the manager with Roy Keane as his assistant? Um, and as part of that question, I guess, whether or not there was any... Um, need for the committee of Rue Doctor and Ray. I don't think we did hugely. I mean, I, it was interesting that he said that that uh, the committee um, met with both uh, Martin O'Neill and, and Roy Keane, because I have to say that was news to me. I mean, the impression I was under was that from the outset uh, the, the FAI had sort of decided, certainly before it could have been possible really, I think, for either of those men to have met uh, Martin O'Neill, the FAI had decided that at board level that that was the man that they wanted and that they were going to go after him. Um, um, so, you know, it's news to me that they, they met with him at that point. It's also news to me that they met Roy Keane. I mean, I'm sure he must have uh, loved that as well. Um, and that the two guys have come back and, and recommended this to the board. But essentially, this was, you know, as far as I could see, driven from the board, deciding very early on, almost from the word go, if not before the word go. I mean, we have, um, and, and been done, or, sorry, Brian Kerr, rather, revealing the other night that... Um, that uh, O'Neill was was dining with FAI uh, officials before the Sweden game when Trapattoni was still in the job. Um, so this, you know, all seems to go back a, a long way. So what part... Um, is there a how, contradiction? How, yeah, is there a How influential the guys were in that, I, I can't really figure out. Just thinking about it, is there a bit of a contradiction where, in one case, John Delaney says that Martin O'Neill said to him, how would you feel about Roy Keane being my assistant? And John Delaney said... Absolutely. That's your call. Absolutely. That's fine. And on the other hand, Delaney saying that the panel, the headhunting panel also spoke to Roy Keane. I would have thought if it was Martin O'Neill's idea, which we all presume it was, Mm. John Delaney accepted that idea that Roy Keane, that's fine with me. Fine that John Delaney maybe needs to meet with Roy Keane, but why on earth would would Ray Houghton need to meet with Roy Keane at that point? Well, uh, other than going through the process, I can't really see the sense of it, no. I mean, I, I think the sense from, from the FAI of the last few days is that this is Martin O'Neill's call. And if it is Martin O'Neill's call, as you say, I mean, the idea that Ray Houghton and, and Rude Doctor were going to go in there and, and, you know, countermand that or recommend that his call not be accepted seems faintly ridiculous, you know. So, so no, I, 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 my impression of that process from the outset sort of was that Martin O'Neill was the number one target. They were playing Mick McCarthy as a possible fallback and that the boys then were, were ticking a lot of boxes in terms of going around Europe, talking to any credible candidate that um, that applied for the job, which meant on the one hand the FAI were covered in terms of being able to say that they interviewed these guys, whoever that might be, Hector Cooper or, you know, mm. uh, anyone serious who expressed it so that they couldn't be slagged off about that afterwards. But on the other hand, that if it actually did come to that, if somehow Martin O'Neill didn't work out, Mick McCarthy didn't work out, that they also had a process that was underway. And that's, you know, I don't think that's the worst thing ever, you know, but but the the, the suggestion now that, that you know, it's almost like they kind of tack on at the end that that, that these guys are interviewed for the job so that that so that there's a, a formal a formal recommendation to be made. 
Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.